Allow me to read these words to you. Words of this beautiful hymn that we just heard. My Jesus, I Love Thee by Darian Izush. Uh, that's how I'm going to say it anyway. My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. For thee all the follies of sin I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior art thou. If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow. If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I'll love thee in life, and I will love thee in death. See, that's how Christians talk. And praise thee as long as thou lendest me breath. And say when the death dew lies cold on my brow, if ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love you, Jesus. I'll always love you, now and forever. I belong to you. In mansions of glory and endless delight, I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright. I'll sing with the glittering crown on my brow, If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love you, Jesus. I'll always love you. Now and forever, I belong to you. I love you, Jesus. I'll always love you. Now and forever, I belong to you. I belong to you. I belong to you. Lift Jesus higher. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, brethren and sistren, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, when you sing a song like that, always remember what Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And uh, I am reading hymns to you because I want you to be reminded that you cannot deny a person's experience with God and with Jesus unless it is not biblical.
they, these hymn writers wrote these songs for a reason. They wrote these songs because they knew Jesus and they had experience with him. The question tonight is, do you know Jesus and have you had an experience with him? Family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Bring that back up. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Uh, Prayer. Devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members. My beloved, uh, this is Daniel White the Third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 994, if you will, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast, my dear friends, is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book, in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And so, my dear friends, the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the understanding of it, it is my humble prayer that the Church of God would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God and from the eternal burning hell by believing in none other than Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who said the most loving, most magnificent, most wonderful and most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray, Lord, tonight in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And uh, Holy Father God, <coughs> I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us all who are saved and even those, Lord, who are lost, you have blessed them as well. Help them to recognize that. Open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and help them to believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for precious memories. I praise you and I thank you even to this night, Lord, for blessing me with children who helped me and who have helped me tremendously down through the years in the ministry from the time they were little tots uh, up until now. And Lord, uh, I pray that you'll bless them for their faithful efforts. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for those precious memories. Uh, now that I'm an old man, and I do praise you and I do thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon me and upon our family and ministry, thousands and millions of others through your holy gospel. And Lord, I pray <coughs> for those, Lord, who name the name of Christ and who are saved and truly born again. And myself, Lord, we pray, I pray, uh, Lord, that you would continue to have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who belong to you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the holy and precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. Crucify our flesh afresh and anew even tonight. Fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Grant us your supernatural energy to do your work and your will. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who are saved and born again from temptation, evil, and sin tonight. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, live right, think right, and do right, and do that which is pleasing in your sight. 
And Lord, thank you for our daily bread. And we pray, Lord, that you would continue to provide our daily bread for millions around the world. Lord, some who need it far more than we do. And uh, thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your love, and your grace, and how that you have remembered that in the time of uh, important chastisement and rebuke of your church, of your people, and punishment upon an evil world in an attempt to lovingly draw them to yourself. Thank you for it all. And Lord, I pray that you will uh, continue uh, to do what is in your heart to do. For Lord, uh, I know that it is for our good. And Holy Father God, I do pray uh, that you would indeed deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit even tonight, on this Saturday night, to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And Holy Father God, thank you for showing me that. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that for those of us who are saved, those of us who have been born born again by your grace, washed in your precious blood, uh, and know it not in an arrogant way, but somehow we know by your grace and through faith that we are your children. Uh, Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins, the sins which so easily beset us, the sins that weigh us down, and so that we can be totally set free to do your will. And Holy Father God, help us to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight for the salvation of the lost, especially the religious and lost, for they're the hardest ones. And the irreligious and lost, they're lost because we in the church, Lord, have sinned against you by not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. And Lord, this whole world would be different if we had done our jobs. But we have failed you. We have failed you, Lord Jesus. We have failed uh, lost people. For Jesus Christ's sake, please uh, forgive us of our sins, failures, and faults. And Lord, uh, save those who are lost in spite of us. Revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving. And Lord, I pray, Lord, uh, tonight for the full, for the salvation of my own wife, Marika White, who is religious but lost and having no fruit whatsoever over the past 34 years to show 
herself to be saved. And Lord, her children know it, I know it. And Lord, I do pray that you would open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears. Lay aside her pride. Lord, help her to lay aside her pride and to denounce whatever happened down in a uh, religious uh, place in Jamaica as I had to renounce all of the things I did. religious being lost uh, I remember uh, having to get baptized again that was a strange thing to me and I had to get baptized again because I had never been saved so Lord I pray that you will save my wife Marika White if she wants to be saved uh, it's up to her because you are available help her to do what she needs to do and and believe in you. I pray that for her mother and for her aunts and for all of her family. I pray that for my mother, my sisters, and for all of uh, our family members as well. All around the globe, we pray, Lord, for people and families who are in that same situation. For you have shown me very clearly, very clearly, uh, that many, many thousands of folks in church are lost and on their way to hell, and they think they're going to heaven. So, Lord, I pray that you will open their blinded eyes unstop their deaf ears and save their souls. And Holy Father God, thank you for showing me that I have some in my own family. And on top of that, they have a Judas spirit. Uh, Just like Judas was religious and lost, had a position in the church and was with you, Lord Jesus, and still lost and on his way to hell. And uh, uh, and betrayed you, the innocent blood. And he knew he was wrong. And so, Lord, we have many people like that who are around you, but they have not received you and they have not believed on you. So, Lord, I pray that all of the people who are under the sound of my voice tonight would examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith and one of the ways that you showed me uh, Lord that many people in the church the evangelical church all other churches are religious but lost is because of the gross misbehavior sin and wickedness and evil that has gone on in the church for years now from the pulpit to the pews to the ushers and back to the pulpit it is shameful what we have done in your church down through the years Uh, and some who are saved have repented but those who are not 
uh, saved have not and don't even know how. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife and other people in our family and uh, in the, out of the lives of people, uh, Lord, in the church and outside of the church everywhere. For, Lord... It is inexplicable what's happening in this country and in this world, especially in America, with the uh, reign of murder uh, without naming the devil as the one being behind it, for he was a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And so, Holy Father God, we pray... And, uh, Lord, help everybody under the sound of my voice who is saved and who know uh, the importance of prayer to be praying and not listening to me. And so, Lord, we pray that you will lift our burdens, those of us who are saved, our cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our hearts, minds, souls and spirits. And fill us with your peace that passeth all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And, uh, Lord, I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ uh, and who are willing to confess our sins and repent and turn from our wicked ways. And Lord, I meant to pray earlier tonight that when I prayed for the healing of the sick, Lord, uh, I'm praying for those who are saved and who are willing uh, to confess their sins and repent of their sins and turn from their wicked ways. And uh, comfort the grieving in the morning and draw them to yourself for salvation. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that uh, you would deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our hearts and our minds, our souls and our spirits. And fill us with your peace that passeth all understanding and your joy unspeakable. Lord, only do that if we have learned the lessons that you want us to learn and uh, only do that Lord if we are willing to confess our sins and repent and turn from our wicked ways and uh, Holy Father God we pray that you deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and who are willing to confess our sins and repent Lord, from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties, Lord, that we are facing. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, I do pray that you'll resolve uh, a persecution and an attack against one of the things that we do, BCNN1, 
for it has had a huge impact in this country and around the world. We thank you for what you have done with it. And now, Lord, it's under attack again, and we pray that you will bless it and uh, protect it and protect us uh, from uh, such evil and persecution. And our persecution is light compared to the persecution of the saints in Nigeria and in Vietnam and in other places. So, Lord, we do want to keep it in perspective. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray. And Lord, I praise you and thank you again for uh, in the midst of chastisement and rebuke and punishment. Uh, Lord, thank you for remembering mercy. And I pray that you'll continue to do that according to your will and protect millions from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, on this Saturday night, thank you for protecting me and my family, Lord, down through the years in miraculous ways and providing for us. But Lord, we're no better than any other family and we're no different. And so, Lord, help everybody in our family to understand how much you have blessed us and how much favor we have found in your sight and how that you touch the hearts of certain people to show us favor. I mean, just out of this world favor. And for us to land up after such an exciting, magnificent, tough journey to end up, Lord, as we have is, is heaven sent. Only you could do that. And I give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Lord, help my children to appreciate it and do not, and to not take it for granted for, because uh, just like you gave it to us and you blessed us with it, you can take it away. Uh, for we're no different than anybody else and help us not to think we are. And so, Lord, I pray tonight you would surround us all with your protection. A band of your holy angels place upon us the whole arm of God, cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. And we pray this, Lord, for all of your children everywhere. And, Lord, we pray that you would deliver us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Uh, in Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Uh, tonight and forevermore, receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. For, Lord, we're not even worthy to give it to you. And lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, help us to never lift ourselves up. Uh, for we're not even worthy to be called by your name, as uh, Lord you know. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake. Amen. And so, dear friends... For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. 
is what I was saying to you earlier. Pardon me. Before I started praying. I was telling you that Jesus Christ said the most loving, most magnificent, most wonderful, and the most important words ever said. in the history of the world to mankind and the reason why he said it is because you are facing the wrath of God and you're on your way to a devil's hell make no mistake about it and so that makes these magnificent words for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life the most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world because going to hell is a terrible thing Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet more he preached more on hell than any apostle in the Bible he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because you're going there because of your sins. You're on your way to a devil's hell. I say devil's hell because Jesus Christ made it clear that hell was made for the devil and his angels. So you see, hell was really not made for you and me. However, if we act like the devil and live like the devil and talk like the devil, uh, we will go to hell with the devil if we do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of our sins. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God Almighty. We have come short. We have sinned against Him. We have broken His Ten Commandments, which include lying, committing adultery, 
fornication, having sex with people we're not married to, lust in our hearts towards people and things, coveting people and things and what they have and becoming envious of them, stealing, not honoring and respecting and obeying our parents, not honoring God by taking his name in vain. By the way, when you hear somebody, if you're a child of God, this is one of the ways you can know that you're saved yourself. If you can be around people and they take God's name in vain, it ought to bother you. That ought to bother you. And yes, you can be religious and church-going, tithing and giving to the church, singing and shouting and running and jumping, speaking in tongues and still die and go to hell. Religious but lost. And then the Word of God says, the wages of sin is death. This means that you will die. And the reason why you will die is because of your sins. Your sinful nature and your sinful choices. You will not die because of cancer. I'm telling you right now. You will not die because of a car crash. And we've had some ugly car crashes, uh, crashes recently that have taken people out. It was a means of death, but not the reason for death. What brings about death is our sinfulness. We are literally sin factories. We produce sin and we keep on producing sin and we choose to sin against God and we will be held accountable because we are free moral agents. We didn't have to sin. We chose to sin against God. And we can't blame Adam and Eve. They committed their sins and we committed ours. We have a sinful nature. And because of our sins, we must die. And God wants you to understand that if he allows you to die from off of this beautiful ball called earth, whatever the means of death is, he wants you to understand that he does love you. And he has proven that by sending his son to die on the cross for your sins. The son of God, Jesus Christ, who was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. But if you reject Jesus Christ, if you do not take advantage of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ in this life while the blood is yet running warm in your veins, 
then you will die and go to hell and spend eternity in hell and the lake of fire that Jesus Christ preached, the fire shall never be quenched. That's how bad our sin is. If it's bad enough to cause us to die from this big beautiful ball called earth hanging on nothing but God's word, it is bad enough for us to spend eternity in hell. And you need to understand that. That's why it is important for you at this junction to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ based upon the most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world. The greatest gospel sermon ever preached was preached by Jesus Christ himself because it gave the history in a few words of this loving salvation and it told you clearly and directly what to do to get saved from hell and it warned you what will happen if you did not obey his gospel you will perish forever in hell and he told you the blessing and the reward if you do believe his gospel and you will go to heaven to be with God and Jesus Christ the saints of God and the angels of God forever and if you think this world is beautiful if you think what you're seeing through a telescope is beautiful uh, you haven't seen anything yet and let me tell you something else God will not treat you like some people down here on earth who will, who will invite you but then they'll tr treat you like you're really not welcome God wants you to be there more than you want to be there in fact he's waiting on you I would hurry up and get on the old ship of Zion headed towards heaven because he's not going to wait forever but he's waiting a long time for you to get on board he waited for me for over 19 years I thank God he waited I thank God he didn't come back December the 18th 1979 because I got saved December the 19th 1979 and he's waiting on you too for you see, God is the greatest soul winner of all time. For he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Who knows, some of the things happening in the world today might be happening because God is attempting to try to get millions and billions saved before he comes back. Before Jesus comes back. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but God is that good. God is that loving. But his word is true. Because God is holy. So my dear friends. The Bible says. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. 
Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, to pay your sin debt, and as the hymn writer wrote, he paid it all. All to him we owe. You cannot work for this salvation. <clears throat> Getting baptized can't save you. Speaking in tongues, dancing, singing in the choir will not cut it. You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So right now, dear friends, simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and call on his name in prayer. I'll lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Follow me. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner. And I have sinned against you. I have broken your Ten Commandments. I've done evil in your sight repeatedly. And I deserve to go to this awful place called hell. Lord, I don't want to. And so I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Was buried and rose on the third day. By your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins and turn from my evil ways. And help me to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart tonight, as Jesus Christ has instructed you to do, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Those are the instructions straight from the lips of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. So have you believed in him? And there's another passage that says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you did that, then dear friend, 
because of the Holy Gospel and your obedience to it, I declare unto you that you're now saved from hell and you are saved to heaven by the grace of God, by believing in Jesus Christ and calling on his name. Now, if you uh, did that and you want to grow in the faith, Please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read uh, my book free of charge. It's a free download titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And it will show you your next steps that will help you to become a strong Christian disciple. Also email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and send you some more material to help you to grow in the faith or you can send it to the email that's on your platform. Uh, if you have a prayer request, you can send that in as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, dear friends, we're going to resume our Standing Between the Living and the Dead service, uh, devotional service. And for those of you who got saved wherever you are in the world, this will be your first true Bible study now that you're born again and saved. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are reading in the scripture and the sense, Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 4 verse 2. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and the BKC, the Bible Knowledge Commentary. The day of the Lord, which will be like a fire to the wicked, will in contrast be like sunshine to God's people. The phrase, the son of righteousness, appears only here in Scripture. Though many commentators have taken these words to refer to Jesus Christ. The phrase seems to refer to the day of the Lord in general. In general. In the kingdom 
righteousness will pervade like the sun, healing in its wings or rays, if you will, refers to the restorative powers of righteousness, which are like the healthful rays of the sun. God's people will be spiritually restored and renewed. The righteous are described as you who revere my name, who fear my name. Revere translates the same Hebrew word rendered fear, reverence, respect in chapter 3 verse 5 in feared in chapter 1 verse 14 and 316 revering God reverencing God respecting God contrasts with saying harsh things against God 313 the fact that the righteous rather than the wicked are personally addressed indicates the Lord's contempt for the wicked as much as his love for his own, the redeemed ones saved by the blood of the Lamb. The figure of calves enjoying open pasture after being cooped up in a pen that is a stall expresses the future satisfaction, freedom, and joy of the righteous, the people of God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for helping us to understand your, your holy word more. And Lord, we pray that you'd give us wisdom with it, knowledge and understanding, and a mind to obey it. a mind to examine ourselves and see whether or not we be in the faith, and uh, a mind to seek the filling of your Holy Spirit so that we can do your work and your will for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, let's pray for some memorial families, and let's pray for some other uh, dear folks as well especially uh, the people who have recommitted themselves to the Lord at the preaching of his word. Holy Father God, yes, we do pray for the millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and the death of family members and sickness of family members even today. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of California resident Tamara Charity Ellis. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Jose Flores. We pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Ebo Belfort. And we pray, Lord, now for those who have recommitted their lives to you. And we pray that you will help them to stand strong in the faith, 
Be strong in the faith and strong in your might and never go back into a backslidden state, but to stand firm for you in these last and evil days and help them to grow in the faith. We pray for Ola Bintan Ayini. We pray for Laik. We pray for Kasin Lung. We pray for Uday. And we pray for all others who have come back to you uh, at the preaching of your holy gospel and your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends of mine, Lord willing, if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, we'll be having our communion service tomorrow. So make sure you have your grape juice. And by the way, out of respect for the Lord, out of reverence for the Lord, uh, don't use anything else but a purple-looking grape juice. You cannot use Kool-Aid. You cannot use tea. Uh, you cannot use water. You're not Jesus. You cannot turn the water into wine. You cannot. You can't use what you want to use, people. So if you don't have grape juice, purple-colored grape juice, real grape juice, or a red dry wine, a cab, or a pen that does not taste good, okay, preferably a kosher wine, blessed by the Jewish people, uh, the rabbi, uh, and, uh, and if you, Kadim is a great, great, great juice. And then if you need some unleavened bread, you got enough time to go to Kroger's. You know, Kroger's, stay, they still stay up until 1 o'clock in the morning. Run down to Kroger's and go to the Jewish section and get you some unleavened bread. And be ready for communion service tomorrow. Uh, and until then, make sure you pray without ceasing. Read the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. And do God's will. And have a great night. A great night of rest and sleep. Keep your mind on the Lord. Do not fuss and fight. Uh, because the devil will try to bring up things that don't amount to a hill of beans. So, don't worry about that. <laughs> pray without ceasing. Lord willing, we see you tomorrow. Let's stand and pray, even right there where you are. Stand with me and pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for what you have done, for what you're doing, and for what you will do. And Lord, I pray that you will help all of us until we leave this earth one way or another, Lord, help us to pray without ceasing and help us to obey your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. As the music plays.